You may be seated for the versicles, Gloria, and Confession of Sin on page 108 in the front part of the hymn book. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, I have sinned against you through my own fault in thought, word, and deed. For the sake of the suffering, death, and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, forgive me all your sins, and bring me to everlasting life. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is taken from Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 11. And Jesus is here giving his explanation of the parable of the the, uh, seed and the four types of soil. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience." These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would increase our faith through them. Amen. When I was a senior in high school, I was attending a a Lutheran, a Christian high school, and I was away from home, so I was living in a dormitory. And uh, one year at Christmas, my senior year, my mother gave me a nice big Diefenbachia plant. And Diefenbachia plants have big, thick leaves on them. Um, It was a probably between three and four feet tall. It was a good-sized plant with a big pot base. And uh, she gave me instructions on how to take care of it and how to water it a certain amount and where it should be as far as sunlight, little plant food and everything. And I was one of the few guys in the dorm that had a plant in my room. And uh, I was kind of proud of it, and people would comment on it one, now and then. And one day I noticed there was a new sprout coming up, and I thought, well, I've been taking care of this pretty well, that uh, new sprout would be showing up and everything. And so I let it grow for a while. And one day, one of my friends happened to be in my room who was a little more in touch with the world than I was. And he said, that's marijuana. And uh, I said, what? He said, that's marijuana you have growing in your... <laughs> so uh, I had a, a little different weed problem than than you might have expected. So I quickly got rid of it, and uh, otherwise I would have been gotten rid of. And so uh, I quickly found out how important it was to take care of your plant and, and also know what plants look like. Our Lord uses the imagery of caring for a plant and soil and the seed and so on uh, to, to teach us some very spiritual, important lessons for us in our lives. I've always loved this as one of my favorite parables because it's one that I think we can all take into our hearts and really 
really understand and the simplicity of it. You know, our Lord, is, of course, is the master teacher. And when he uses imagery, it has such depth to it. Even though a little child can understand many of his parables, at the same time, there's such a richness to them and a depth to them, which certainly shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't surprise us. He, he says that the, the seed is like the word of God, the wonderful gospel, the message about himself, Christ, and what he's come into this world to do for us, to pay for all of our sins, to give us the holy, perfect record we need someday to stand before God in heaven that we have by faith in him, the hope of going to heaven. Think of that as like the, the word of God, like the, is the seed that creates the very plant of faith that he's going to be describing. And that, that seed, God goes and spreads out in the world through the means of grace and uh, through the mission of the church. What a wonderful, wonderful picture for us. But Jesus now describes these four different types of soil and uh, as to how that word is then received in diff different people's hearts. And the first one is very easy to understand, that that seed hits almost like a hard piece of concrete and there's nothing there to receive it. There's immediate rejection. There's resistance to the gospel. No time for Christ. And uh, no time for hearing any more about the word of God. And we've probably seen that happen in our world and lives. The second one is kind of the shallow faith. Where faith seems to spring up. And there's a plant that starts to grow. But after a while there are things that challenge that plant. And there's no depth to the root of it. Matthew, when he describes Jesus' further explanation, Jesus said this, when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, that's interesting, when trouble or persecution to the believer comes to them because of the word of God, he says, then they fall away. And I think how often it is that we're tempted too that by our allegiance to Christ and his word, when we live in a culture that is so anti-God, anti-Christianity, anti-biblical, especially on now moral issues, that the waves of things that have just been hitting us in our culture in the last 20 years, how many Christians have just kind of walked away? It's just too hard. It's just too difficult to stay with Christ and with his teachings. A pastor friend of mine a few years ago told me that he had a, a family that had been devout members of the church. And because their kids were now in high school, their kids were having a, such a hard time uh, staying with Christianity because of all the new cultural changes on morality that had come. And their kids had finally talked the parents into just quitting the church and just leaving and going somewhere else because they just couldn't take being aligned with what Christ teaches. Jesus talks about a shallow faith that... that gives up when there's times of difficulty and persecution. And that's a temptation for all of us, me too. The third type of soil he talks about is one that produces a strong plant and there's good roots. And yet, through time, there's a little bit of neglect in taking care of it properly. I'll read what he says. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. And for me, this is the one that really hits home, the one that I personally always feel I need to pay the most attention to. You know, weeds really grow slowly. 
they, they don't usually just shoot up and immediately take over. They, they grow slowly and then they grow close enough to the plant that they start to wrap around the plant and initially don't really feel like they're going to cause any danger to it, but then slowly constrict on the plant and start to snuff it out and choke it out. And that's the way so many things in our lives can be. So many pleasures and things of life. Uh, we have this Christian faith. We've been taught to love Christ. We, we look forward to going to heaven. We love the things of God. And yet, there are also these little things that start to happen in our lives that make us feel like, well, that's all good stuff. I can put that off maybe till I get older. And right now, I've got more important things to be concerned about. And right now, maybe making sure that my career is set and making sure that I can make enough money and certain things that I want to do with my life, that starts to become these little weeds that grow around that plant and slowly through time can start to snuff it out. And Jesus is here really describing kind of a, a change in priorities for Christians that we, we maybe start to let word and sacrament slip down the list a little bit in matters of importance in our lives. And there are a lot of different weeds that can choke off plants. Um, and if we went around the room and asked each one of you, and maybe this is a good question for each one of us to ask today, what right now in my life is the weed that is threatening my faith in Christ? What is the strongest, most dangerous thorn that is threatening my personal faith in Christ and keeping me ready for judgment day, keeping me ready for the day God calls me out of this life? What right now is my greatest danger and threat to my faith? One of the beauties of regular worship, and I'll say this, one of the beauties of regular historic liturgical worship is this, that through that, if you look closely and actually pay attention to the liturgy, and if you actually absorb it into your heart, you realize that God the Holy Spirit is using that to hoe around the plant of your faith and to clip away any of the thorns and dangerous things that might try to snuff out that faith. And if you think about how Jesus would have you prepare for the Lord's Supper, one of the things he asks you to do is to examine yourself. Look at the dirt underneath the plant and to look and see, are there dangerous weeds in my life? Are there sins that I need to bring to the altar of my Lord and ask his forgiveness for and to turn away from? That whole wonderful process in the worship of the church is really constant weeding. It's constant tending of the garden and to make sure that the plant of our Lord in our hearts is always strong and so on. We all want to be the last category, the fourth category of the good strong plant that produces the fruit and so on. But this is what I have found. The ones who are in that category are the ones who are always concerned that they might be in the other three. It, it concerns them that they might be in one of those other three. And certainly, those other three can all be a temptation for us. What a blessing that God, through his word, has implanted the seed of faith in our hearts to trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior, cleansed us of all of our sins, all the things that might cloud our perspective in life. He has given us the wonderful hope of everlasting life in heaven. May we always tend and care for this precious plant that he's given us in our hearts. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Amen. We join in singing our next hymn.
should be hymn 229. Please rise. Please join me then in the responsory on page 108 in the front part of the hymn book, page 108. O Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy upon us. O Lord Jesus, seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy upon us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. O Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy upon us. Arise, O Christ, and help us and deliver us for your name's sake. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, bright sun of the world, shine upon my spirit and drive away the night of sin, that I may walk in your holy light all my life and even forevermore. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful people and kindle in them the fire of your love. Blessed are the poor in spirit, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful people and kindle in them the fire of your love. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord Almighty order this day and all our doings in his peace. Amen. <laughs>